This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to Walsall Fan TV. The Joy and the Pain podcast is live. Um, do you remember way, way back? Um, Gino Padula. Do we remember him? Of course we do. How could we forget? <laughs> Gino's here with us, and uh, we're going to recollect some of those memories. Um, and there's lots of them, aren't there? There's lots of them. What um, way back in um, 1999-2000 season uh, when you first came to Warsaw? You remember it well? Yeah, I remember so well. Um, <laughs> that was my first club in England, so I have a uh, very good memories for that I time. You um. What brought you to England to start with? So I think you you went briefly to Bristol Rovers and uh, for a trial. It didn't work out there. And then you came to Warsaw. So uh, how did you come to the UK? What uh, what happened to make that happen? Yeah, well, um, I play in Spain. And after I finished my contract, uh, one of the, the agents I know, um, he offered to me to travel to England. Um, I went to Bristol Rovers. Uh, Ian Holloway was the coach, yeah. the manager. Um, sorry if I make some American words with some English words. Uh, yeah, no but, problem. Um, and then I, I trained with them for a week. I played uh, one friendly game, and they offered to me a contract. Um, but unfortunately, we cannot agree the terms. Oh. So after that... Um, I received another phone call from my agent and he asked me if, if I, were, I was interested to go to Walsall or for a trial. Um, and I remember I play, I training in uh, Lillishaw, I think, yeah. uh, for a week. And then I play a midweek game in Telford with the reserve team. And after that, that was a Wednesday, they offered to me a contract for a month. On Friday night, I went to the bench uh, and I played my first game for Warsaw. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. The um, you you weren't at Warsaw that long, and um, 
in, in in real terms, you didn't play many games for Warsaw, but the people of Warsaw really took to you. Um, in that season, I think you only played like 25, 26 games in the season because you it was uh, about November. Was it November that you joined? Yeah, my first game was November 12th, I think. Uh, that's it, yeah. So, um, um, against Port Bell, Friday night. Port Vale, terrible yeah. team. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I play half of the season. Um, because after I signed one, uh, no, sorry, one month contract, after two, three weeks, the club offered to me a uh, six months extension uh, till the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and I played six months, it was very short. Um, and after that, um, I finished my contract. Um, I know some Walsall fans, they know some part of the history why i didn't sign up but i would like to explain my side too okay yeah that's good yeah that's good um what i was going to say just before you tell us about that the um your your tough tackling style and obviously you dead uh, dead dead ball specialist and that sort of stuff you were one player of the season when you've only been there for half a season and for a for somebody who played on sort of like a left back and attacking left back, um, to be player of the season is a tremendous credit. But please tell us why you didn't stay longer. Uh, first of all, I always play left back, and and that was uh, a good choice for me. Uh, I I knew I have the captain Neil Poynton in front of me. Yeah. He played great player, great person. He played for top teams. Yeah. Um, and after I finished my contract, like I said, we I play every single game, um, except that I think I missed one or two games because I got injured. Um, and after I finished my contract, I really want to stay in Warsaw because I think um, they opened the door for me in England and definitely I want to stay. I went to England. My agent at that time said, don't worry, go for vacation. We will figure out about the contract. And I was waiting. Um, my salary um, was very, very low. The, I played, like, not for free, but, you know, for, <laughs> I just to pay my bills <laughs> yeah. those six months. Um, and I asked for two years contract. Uh, I knew very well. Also, at that time, couldn't pay big salaries, but definitely I really want to play for the club because I was happy with the coach. Uh, I was happy with my teammates. And I started to speak English a little bit and, and understand a little bit because uh, I didn't say any word in English. I just say hello and thank you, and that's it. Um, but over the weeks, during the summer, um, the club always say, okay, this is the amount, very low salary. Um, I say, I don't expect to have a premiership salary, but something where I can be happy and the club don't, you know, don't waste the money or don't spend too much money. Yeah. By the end of the day, I was waiting two, three, four, five weeks. And I was a little worried to, after that, um, don't have agreement and don't find a club. Because, yeah. like you know, in Premiership, they play, they can wait. But when you play in the second or third division, 
as soon as uh, the clubs or the team fill out the spot, especially left back, yeah, um, they you know they can tell you right now we were interesting two or three weeks ago, but now we find another left back. Yeah. So I make the hard decision for me to um, move to another club. I was um, disappointed. And I was sad because I feel like um, both part we help each other. Um, and unfortunately, I have to leave the club. Yeah, I think it's because you've made such a good start and because, as, as you say, you, you enjoyed being there and Walshley enjoyed yeah. having you there. But I think the owners at the time, I think, would, were very nervous about finances. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they've got to be more decisive and to make a decision more quickly. Yeah. If we want you, yes. If we don't, no. We need to make a decision quickly. Yeah, I, I knew how was it. I don't know how is the situation right now in Warsaw, but at that time, um, I think we were the club with the, uh, the club who spent less money in, in the championship. Yeah. Um, I, and I knew that very well. But yeah. I believe in myself. I, I trust in myself. I say, okay, if I can play for Warsaw one or two years, um, maybe uh, in the future I can get a better deal either in Warsaw or in another club. Yeah. But um, at that time, also, I was with my girlfriend. She's my wife right now. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, um, like I say, I need to uh, help my family. I'm thinking my family, but I don't want the Russell fan feel like I asked for a lot of money. I just asked for apartment uh, and to have a decent salary for the League Two because we relegate that year. Yeah. Um, so when you joined Warsaw, we'd uh, we'd been promoted the previous season to what yep. is now the championship, and it was always going to be a struggle. And when you joined us, we were sort of in the in the bottom three, bottom four. We were teetering on the edge, and it was always likely that Warsaw would be uh, returning to uh, the division below, which uh, was now what we would see as uh, League One, of course. Yeah. So it's a shame you. You fell on your feet when you got to Queen's Park Rangers, though, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I, after Walsall, I went to Wigan. Yeah. Um, and I played one year for Wigan. Uh, uh, in the beginning of the season, I get injury. The same injury I have in Walsall. I twist my ankle. And unfortunately, I couldn't start the season. And after that, um, we have a, a big roster. They have like a 28 players. And I got the spot, and I couldn't play uh, as many games. I think I played only a few, one against Warsaw, and, and I scored a goal. Yeah, yeah, that is typical, that is. that You played four games, I think, and scored one goal, I think, yeah. Yeah, and I remember that game very well because um, I have a mixed feeling. I was very happy because I could play, but play against Warsaw, um, I yeah. knew that was a special game for me. Um, but it's it always happened when you play against your old teams. Sometimes you have a very good game, or you, it's not in my case, but you score a goal or something like that happened. It's, it's very often that former players will go back to their old clubs and score goals. 
or have a particularly good game quite often. So that is that's quite normal. At, at Queen's Park Rangers, you were uh, the fans loved you there as well. Obviously, uh, your style is uh, the fans like the passion and uh, the strong tackling, and uh, you were very popular there as well. And particularly, um, you got Queen's Park Rangers promoted as well, didn't you? Yes. In um, Walsall, well, I always feel I feel that support from day one in Walsall. Well, I would like to everyone knows that uh, because, yeah. like I say, uh, I was very happy. The fans vote me play of the year with only half yeah. of the season. For me, it was amazing. Yeah. But when, yes, um, when I went to Quipia, um, the first six months, I, I didn't play any game. Uh, you know, I have they have another left back. Um, when the coach uh, Ian Holloway gave me the chance, uh, I think that was January, six months after I arrived. And after the first game, we have a great connection with the fans. Um, that year, um, we played the um, playoff final at uh, Cardiff and we lost. But um, I I played very well that year. I don't know how many assistants I have. I have some goals and some good performance. Um, till today, I have message from Quipia fans, um, Wassel fans. Um, um, I'm, I'm very happy because I was one of the first, not first Argentinian, but one of the uh, Argentinian players who longest play in England. So yeah. I played for around eight years, and I think before me, just Ardiles and Villa played that many years. But the connection with the Quippy I found was amazing. Yeah, I think the uh, I, I read um, I read about the eight thousand away fans, um, and you were dancing you were dancing with an Argentinian flag. That's a very popular view, I think, from your yeah. time there. But uh, you. You had a very strange uh, ending there as well, didn't you? What happened with that when you were released from Queen's Park Rangers? That was also quite uh, strange, I think. Yeah, well, no, no, I don't know if that was strange or not. I played, I think, three years over there. Um, and then um, the new chairman, um, a year before I end my contract, uh, Gianni Palladini, yeah. uh, he offered to me a new contract. Um, and I signed a new deal for four years at that time. Um, and after that year, Ian Holloway told me he, he was looking for a different kind of left back. And I told him, um, I have uh, three or four more years contract. And, and then uh, he told me, say, you stay here, you can have uh, many games uh, to play because I would like to bring a different style of player. Um, I always respect the coaches. I always respect what they decide. Um, and I told him, I say, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I'm gonna stay here. If if I can, I, I need to start from the beginner. Like nobody knows me, I will do it because I believe in myself. And after a few weeks, we have an agreement with Quipian, and then I moved to Nottingham Forest. Uh, nothing good. 
a shame to leave there also, I think. Hello? Yeah, now you're back, yeah. Shame to leave uh, Queen's Park Rangers as well, yeah, QPR. Yeah, because, let me see, I have... Um... Thinking, uh, thinking back to uh, your time at war. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, sorry, go on. Yeah, can you repeat it? A connection problem there. Yeah. Um, so it was a shame to... Um, thinking back to um, your time with Warsaw, um, yeah. which, which player did you enjoy playing with the most? Who was your favourite? player to play alongside or pass to or to, to be honest um uh everyone was great that year uh, especially um, because they knew i didn't speak english and they tried to help me uh, vivash he always played next to me yeah. and matthias matthias um uh he played in front of me we have oh, a good yeah, Pedro, we, we, we play so well together. And also we have uh, Gabo Bukram. Uh, we have Ramo on top, Rack on the right. Um, to be honest, we have a very good team and we didn't deserve to relegate um, because especially the last six months, we were so close, I think, uh, to stay in the championship. But um, uh, we, we relegated in the last game. But I think with uh, one or two, or two more wins, we we could stay in the in the championship. Yeah, it was a shame. I think, but it, things happen. Things happen. And uh, but uh, for for you, your uh, your career in two thousand and eleven, um, you uh, moved away and you got your own uh, your own academy now, haven't you? Yeah. Let me say something. That, uh, the 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 manager Grayson was a. Uh, was a big part of that because he gave me the confidence to play every weekend. Uh, especially in the, in the beginning of the a relationship, that was funny because um, when I signed the contract, he said, I will offer to you a contract, but you need to cut your hair. I say, <laughs> I say, okay, I, I will do it. And two days later, say, what happened? Why are you going to cut your hair? I say, I see you offered to me a long contract and cut my hair. Um, <laughs> and he offered to me six months contract. I say, okay, now you had to cut your hair. I say, no, but I say long contract, not six months. So, <laughs> so I was lucky to keep my 
my hair till today you can see it uh but um he was a great manager great person he yeah. cared all the players he pushed everyone to the limit like i say if you want to play professional you have to be professional not just inside the field also yeah. outside the field but um, we have very good time with my teammate not just inside the field outside the field they were amazing i remember um jimmy walker uh we still talking till today a crazy guy i think yeah yeah i i can tell you he was one of the most amazing goalkeeper not just i play with uh i see in my life you know um he, his character was you know very positive always he tried to help every single teammate um let's like say for me uh, i have very good memories for that locker room yeah yeah i think the uh the friendship within the group is very often gives the results on the pitch and uh yeah we in the championship in the championship Warsaw were playing against some very very good quality teams uh it was difficult yeah we but we always compete that was very important did you checked the standing the game we lost that was 2-1 3-1 but we uh, we always compete with a very good team yeah. uh, but like i say we we not just spend time during practice or during games we went out uh we had dinner together um sometimes we went to the bar we meet with our wife so um that, that was like when you meet with a group of friends to play soccer uh that was something like that so i have yeah i have uh, one of the best locker room i play with yeah that's brilliant that's brilliant the uh tell me tell me about what you're doing with your academy well uh after i finished in england i moved to france i played one year over there and then i moved to columbus crew in the mls in 2008 and and then i was i had the pleasure to play in that club and also we won the mls cup in 2008 2008 yeah that's yeah yeah and after that i played i think two or three more years and i always like to when i play i was like a coach inside the field you know i was talking all the time i tried to organize my teammate um and after i retire i decide to become a coach i i get my a license um so i decide to open my own uh, football academy or soccer academy us from 2011 and now i run the the soccer academy for 12 years so um this is my 12th year uh, we are in columbus ohio in us um i'm very happy um because um, we have good players good kids and good families in the academy yeah it's different uh, coaching kids and coaching uh, professional soccer players um you had to not just be a coach you had to be a, a teacher you had to be um a model for them you know they need to respect the game they need to they have to respect each other uh, and also our artist slogan in the in the academy is become better because i think uh, all the players deserve 
the opportunity to play football and and improve day by day. So this is my 12th year running this club and I cannot be more proud of that. Yeah, it's good. I think when when you've had a, a good career and uh, enjoyment out of the game, it is good to uh, give give something back and uh, and help to bring other people through. Um, with children, I think it's the teaching them the, the teamwork element rather than just the technical skills. That's, uh... Yeah, especially um, right now, soccer or football changed a lot in the last 20 years. I remember when, when I played in Argentina, um, we did a lot of fitness. Um, the style of play is completely different in every country. Um, but I tried to get all the positive things from Argentina, from England, from France, um, and from US. But I think sometimes the managers complicate the game too much. And I think the, the game is very simple. Yeah. Of course, you, you can decide to play with a different formation. But your team, I'm talking as a coach, your team try to play good soccer and, and try to leave everything on the field and play 110%. You can be more success in the future. Uh, but sometimes managers, they care just about winning and doesn't matter how the team play. Yeah. But in the long term, if you don't have a, a plan or you don't have a, some foundations in your team, I think this is not working well. No. I think with the, more recently with Warsaw, um, our manager last season was... I follow, I follow the club. I follow yeah, yeah. the club every season, yeah. Um, Mike Flynn. Mike Flynn was playing way too defensive. He was trying to win every game 1-0. And sort of like, we get a goal and then sort of sit back and defend. And you're always asking for problems there. Yeah, I think, um, like I said, when first thing you need to, um, it depends. If you join the club before pre-season, you can evaluate what you have and what you need. Yeah. And when you join the club in the mid half of the season or with three months left, okay, I think uh, uh, mentally you had to prepare your players uh, first and try to build the confidence. Um, you are at a struggle and you are in the relegation spot. Uh, I know you, you need results. And then next year we can see if we can play better. But from the beginning of the season, I think sometimes you need to take some risk. You need to try to play different kind of football. Yeah. Um, um, formations, uh, of course, you can change formations. You can change players. But I think in football, is everything here. Yeah. You believe uh, you can compete against any team, you can do it. Because that was my mentality when I play um, uh, professional. I play against top players. Ryan Phillips, Anelka, all those players. But when I play against them, I say, okay, um, they are human with great qualities, of course. Uh, they are top players, but they cannot beat me. And I think one of the best games I played in my life was against Man City, against Ryan Phillips. Um, yeah. And I think by the end of the day, um, you have to give everything as a coach, you can prepare your team, 
for a week for one game and maybe after five minutes everything you thought about the game is gone yeah but i think in the long term you have you have to play 46 games yeah all right uh so i think uh it is very important try to have a good bench and every single player feel important in the team yeah. Because I have coaches who just take care of the first 11 or 12 players and they, they, the rest of the players, they don't feel important. Yeah. But I think every player uh, is important in the team. Everyone is different. I don't, let's say, I'm not agree with the coaches say everyone is the same. It, it, this is not true in my opinion. Everyone is different. Yeah. You know, uh, everyone has different personalities. And that's it. Some some you want to put an arm round, and um, and some you need to push. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I have um, um, I have players when when I coach, I, I know which play I need to be so nice with them, and try to talk to them, and I know which play I need to push them. You know, uh, but take time to know how how they are because it's not just about football. Uh, when you um, when you are a manager for a professional soccer team, those players, they have families, they have kids, they have wife, and they have problems outside the field. So you have to be sometimes the best friend. And sometimes you have to ask them how, how is the family, how important is the family? Because uh, there was a manager, Grayson, he always asked me, how was my girlfriend? Uh, if I enjoy the life uh, in England, if I enjoy... Uh, my time in the club. So this this kind of person, I think, are good for the football. Um, and I think uh, right now, um, football was always a business. Yeah. But right now, you compare right now, um, um, the money is around. You cannot compare with 20 years ago. Yeah, it's my best. But I think it's, it's very important to try to if you coach a team, say, okay, this is what I expect from my players. Um, they have to show you every single practice they want to play because I cannot guarantee the spot in my team if they don't run, if they don't leave everything on the field. doesn't matter if they are the most skillful players in the world. Uh, but Messi is only one. So that's why um, everyone needs to play for the team. Yeah, that's it. Then to one hundred percent effort, and when you're managing players, it's uh, you're managing the whole person, not just the person who can kick a ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Then the, right. the, the whole squad, the same. Warsaw had um, a couple of years ago. Warsaw had signed a player, and um, at the end of the season, I spoke to the player, and um, he said when he was signed. He was told he would not be playing. He was just a backup. And, yeah. Uh, when uh, he asked whether he could have a run in the team, and uh, he was told, "No, you're backup. You're not a player. You're just backup." Yeah, but I think from day one, everyone has started from zero. <laughs> um, you you know that? think so, but um, but to be told that you're not going to play, whatever you do, you're not going to play. You're just there in case somebody gets an injury. And then he plays, and as soon as the other guy's fit, he's back out again, and he's on the bench, and that's terrible, I think. Yeah, but he's a player. 
uh, because when I play for QPR, I remember before I play in January, um, the club want to send me loan to Bristol Rovers. I think that was November or December. And and I told them, I said, no, I want to stay and I would like to, to play in QPR. And at that time, I only signed one year contract. And one game changed my life. Uh, I have a very good game. I believe in myself. I work in 100%. Um, and then I play four years, three years for QPR. We promote. and But it's like, like I say, when, uh, when you are weak mentally, um, doesn't matter if the coach say to you, we play every weekend. You need yeah. to be strong um, during practice. You need to train in the same way you play games. Yeah. I think this is very important. And when we train in Warsaw or QPR, um, every single practice was a battle, you know, because everyone wants to play. And yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, and, and I think um, that that helped me to become a better player. Um, yeah. I was, I was always very competitive from a very young age. Um, I hate lose, uh, but I understand it's part of the game. Um, yeah, uh, but you had different ways to losing games. Yeah. Good ways when you leave everything on the field and the other team is better than you. Fair enough, it's fine. But I think you yeah, we say that. Uh, Winning is not everything, but wanting to win is everything. Yeah, of course. If you yeah. gave everything on the field and you couldn't win, that's okay. I try. I did my best. But when you see players who they don't care, that hurts, especially uh, when you see the fans. Um, they pay for the ticket. Uh, they pay for the train. They travel. travel yeah, um, yeah. So it's... it's is something like you need to consider, okay, if you jump to the field, at least give a 90%, sorry, uh, give a 100% for 90 minutes, okay? If you play good or bad, it's part of the game, but leave everything on the field. Yeah, and uh, you clearly did that for Warsaw and for QPR. So, uh, hence, hence you got lots of applause and uh, the player of the season, as we mentioned. It's, yeah, but uh, soccer, soccer, you know, so football is... I did my best in Wigan and Nottingham Forest, but I trained the same way. But um, I didn't play. I know when when you play, you are happy. You you have more motivation, of course. And I can tell you, sometimes when you don't play, it's, it's hard. It's hard because, yeah. especially for me, I was in another country with no families. Um, so it's very hard. But if you want to play professional, you have to be ready for that. Yeah. It's a difficult one. Uh, yeah. Gina, that's, that's been uh, excellent to uh, to chat with you. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the channel. And uh, we uh, wish you well, which I'm sure will be good. And um, the academy is doing well. And uh, next time you're in the UK, you uh, come and say hello to us at uh, Warsaw. Yeah, I would love to do that. I still have a house over there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, very good. Yes, so like I, say, I always support Walsall, Quipia, all those clubs are very important for me. And I hope in the future we can meet again and cheering for for Walsall. Of course, of course. And I would like, let me say something more. I would like to say a big thank you 
um, to all the fans, uh, to my teammates, my manager, um, um, Paul Taylor is a, the person who work over there too. Um, um, the, uh, the, uh, your agent, yeah. Yeah, so I, I would like to say a big thank you to everyone because I have uh, a wonderful time over there and really enjoy being part of the Wassel history. And uh, you, you've, you're now in forever in people's minds for excellent players that Walsall have had. Um, today on Twitter, just finally, today on Twitter, someone had uh, was asking who are the best players for Warsaw, and uh, people listing down, and your name appears again. Oh, for me, for me, it's a pleasure. Everyone remember me because, um, like I say, I always play six months over there. Yeah. I wish I could, I could play more. But you never know. Maybe in the future I come back over there as a coach, as a manager, or something like that. Oh, I would you, never love know. To. you never know. You never. You know. never know. But um, <laughs> definitely, was is in my heart. Excellent, brilliant. Okay, thank you very much. Always. Thank you. The, we we say the joy and the pain on the channel. That is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Nice shirt. Cheers. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.